I'll try my idea, then you can try your idea. You ready? I don't have a very good one. You do yours first. I can't wait for you to hear mine then. Okay, here it goes. <laughs> <laughs> here it goes. Plop, 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 plop. All right, well, that was my uh, sort of foley work for spaghetti hitting the wall and sticking to it. <laughs> much like... Much like we are going to do some amazing foley work. And by foley work, I mean watch Naruto. And by uh, spaghetti sticking to the wall, I mean welcome back to I Can't Believe It's Not Naruto, a Naruto podcast. What? Huh? By the uninformed, for the uninformed. The anticipation of, like, waiting between the sounds you made and what you were going to (laughs) do... was perhaps one of the more tense moments of my life of like what what is going on i don't know if you were listening to the words coming out of your mouth but (laughs) and if i'm being honest it was all kind of a fever dream so i'm not sure if i remember it correctly but i think you said that's the sound of us doing foley work and by foley work we mean watching naruto in what all right my name is brendan and blippity bloop blop yeah, I want to hear. Yeah. I want to hear your foley work of throwing okay. spaghetti against the wall and having it stick, but then sort of fall off at the end. Okay. 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 Give me. Give me a second here. Spaghetti time, baby. <laughs> oh shit! That was pretty good, though. Actually, was pretty good. It was the anticipation. Uh, hey guys, it's DJ Kibble. This is my rendition of. <laughs> Spaghetti hitting a wall and then sort of fall it off. Okay. <laughs> DJ Cable, you did that mostly. You did that mostly with your hands. It's a podcast. They can't see that. We sound like if the Spider Game, the upcoming Spider Game movie, just ran out of uh, ran out of budget to put a soundtrack in, so they were like. Spider game? Spider game movie. Spider game. Shoot the web. Responsibility. Uncle Ben. You know. You know Uh, him. You love him. Anyway, we sound like the (laughs) we sound like the auditions for them trying to figure out what noise the web sound should make. Producers of Spider-Man call us up. They're like, "Hey, we need you on this project." And we're like, "Sploosh, sploosh." That's, that's the sound of his of his webs going. And they're like, "Oh, it's fucking brilliant." We've been working on this game for months, and the web shooters don't sound anything like spaghetti hitting the wall. <laughs> and and how's this? That's yeah. that's when it attaches to a building. <laughs> that's that pretty good. good. This is just like 20 years from now, there's going to be a documentary a la Star Wars where they're like, you know, Darth Vader? That's just scuba noises. But it's going to be 20 years later, they're like, you know, Spiderweb? That's just spaghetti hitting the wall noises. (laughs) That's just people pretending to have spaghetti hit the wall. Usually on our bits, like when I listen back through these, I can tell them, like, we got pretty (laughs) off track there, but at least I, like, I can, like, trace a, like, fairly linear line and, like, how we got from Naruto to here. I don't know where we are. I'm lost in the woods. I feel like I've been, like, spun around ten times and chucked out into nature. You're lost in spaghetti sauce. 
perhaps checked out into the forest of death having to get a scroll and knowing that everyone needs to kill you? Is that kind of how lost you feel? Okay, we found our way back. We're back in Naruto town. Welcome to season three, everyone. This is the season that we just give up entirely on um, any bearing to the real world. (laughs) Did you want to try your intro, Brendan? (laughs) (laughs) After all that. Absolutely not. (laughs) um, No, we're in Amy. We're we're using that one. (laughs) I wasn't sure. Um, carry on. Um, so we are about to jump into um, season three. I can't, whoever thought we'd make it this far. Actually, I did. I, we've got at least ten more to go. But we're about to jump right into season three of our very favorite show in the world. And um, as always, at the beginning of every season, we are going to be watching the full first episode. And if you guys don't like that, I'm actually really sorry. Oh, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. And actually, uh, before we got onto this this uh, this podcast of Palooza, I had I was having dinner at, you know, what? I'm not gonna name the name of the restaurant because they don't pay us any sponsorship money. So if you want if you want this, uh, you gotta work for it. But I was at a, um, we'll call them Panda Expedient, um, and I have a fortune cookie that I haven't eaten yet, and I would love to see. I'm gonna open this cookie, and I feel like whatever this fortune is, that's gonna be the vibe for season three. I think it's just really gonna kick us off. In the right direction so i like that Ooh, here I we go a surprise <clears throat> you will place your trust in others and be rewarded Aww. so this is a season about friendship not only is it a season about friendship but i place my trust in you guys oh big mistake but oh <laughs> <laughs> I place, I would say, my trust equally in you guys and in um, spaghetti. Yeah. And in walls. It's a three-way split. I think that once more, the fortune cookie gods have smiled on us because if there's one thing we know about Naruto, it's that friendship is at the very core. It's at the very center of this show. Yeah, isn't that their tagline? Naruto, friendship is magic? (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) Let's go. What's this episode called? Let's go. So, in no, we need to know what's called. Tradition. Oh, we gotta go. Oh, all right, real quick. I'm, no, 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 we, no, no, no. You're right. You're right. You're right. Oh, okay, okay, okay. As, as I'm running out the door, it's called Long Time No See. Giaria returns. This episode one. We're gonna be watching the whole thing. Bye. Who is Giaria? Okay, bye. Hey guys. So we just finished watching the whole first episode of season three and we're switching to my little pony that's actually (laughs) happening you know how sometimes we've said in previous episodes you know like gosh these two minutes are just like such little teasers i wish we could watch you know like just naruto by itself um this episode has maybe convinced me that no we shouldn't be doing that (laughs) two minutes is precisely the exact amount that we should be watching to not spoil it there are Mm -hmm. things that have been seen that cannot be unseen no matter how hard I wish for them to be unseen. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Well, at least timeline-wise, you know, we pick right back up where we left off with the end of season two. Naruto has outwitted um, his teacher, Lightning McQueen. Lightning McQueen is down for the count on the floor, absolutely useless. Naruto then turns to our newest character, um, Kermit's messed up cousin. Kerm. 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 
Naruto turns to Kerm <laughs> and is like, hey. Kerm's got a germ. <laughs> Kerm's got a germ. You can see what I'm working with here with my teacher completely passed out. I would love for you to teach me. And Kerm's like, mm, yeah, not so much. And then they spend approximately. I'm busy. <laughs> boy, is he. And I'm boy, so is he. They spend approximately like the next half of the episode with Naruto following him around like please teach me please teach me I would love to learn from you and him being like sorry too busily ogling ogling women and not respecting their privacy (laughs) everyone was so uncomfortable and by everyone I mean mostly the three of us I think the Naruto writers like this is a fun little bit that will age beautifully and will never ever ever look bad through the lens of time or even probably in the current day in which it was released. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push back <laughs> against that because I'm pretty sure that if I had watched this in the fucking Stone Ages when it aired, apparently, I would have been like, this is just, this is bad. It's bad to watch. <laughs> bad and uncomfortable to watch. He's like, oh, this is a town of strong-minded women, but it just makes me want them more. And we're like, don't do that. Don't say that and don't do any of that. Don't, don't, um, non- none of that. Thank you. But in one brief moment of levity, we do learn that he has written an 18-plus novel called Makeout Paradise. Makeout Paradise. (laughs) Fun in the sun. (laughs) Which Naruto has seen Detective Pink Eye enjoying immensely in his private time. It's exciting that he partakes of a, you know, flirty little summer read. (laughs) um and then uh kerm also known as toad mountain sage tells naruto like you know what i would love if you could fetch me some bodacious fruit naruto fetches him bodacious fruit an argument ensues that is not what he meant (laughs) i can't wait to feel those curves (laughs) Uh, and then, um, you know, some hijinks ensue. He tries to get away and turns himself into a teddy bear. Naruto turns himself into sexy lady jutsu to get his attention. <sighs> I, I move we ban that jutsu. Is it too late to ban that jutsu? Have they, have they filmed the rest of these episodes? Do you think we could get in just like, just real quick before the next one comes out? Then we could just get in and tell him like, hey, no more of that. No more turning an 11 year old into a sexy lady. That feels... Maybe you should have done that in the first place. Yeah, I'm not really one for, like, censoring media, but that scene really should not have existed at all, and we really should ban it. Not even Mm -mm. with, like, the historical, like, this is how things were at the time, and it's important to know our history. Just Mm -mm. wipe it. Nah. (laughs) Eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. Like, let's just get rid of that fool. (laughs) Um, And thank God, finally, um... Kerm agrees to teach Naruto how to walk across water. Um, And Naruto's, like, sort of doing it. They're practicing in, like, a river. um, But he kind of falls in at the last bit. And then he goes back. um, And he's like, ugh, can't get it. I have to take off my fabulous orange jumpsuit and go into my swim trunks. Um, And then Kerm is like, well, you should focus your chakra. You know, that would help you get across the water. And he does. And as he does, this kind of, like, swirly tattoo comes around his belly button. Um, and it's a seal formula. 
and it's got the nine-tailed demon fox, but around that seal is another one that sort of blocks it off. And so, you know, Kerm's like, I should fix this. This boy is being held back by the evils of Creepazoid Freakazoid, who put a seal on him. I will remedy this. I will punch him in the stomach full <laughs> with my full strength. Mm-hmm. And pretend like it was a training exercise. Mm-hmm. I will explain nothing. <laughs> Absolutely not a word to this boy. <laughs> no. He doesn't need to know. Listen, you know what? I, I feel like I'm feeling a little guilty, actually. I think I've been really mean to Naruto and called him very stupid. But it's not really his fault because no one's ever once explained a single thing to yeah, him. Yeah, no one. <laughs> He's learned everything through, like, deductive reasoning. He's actually doing remarkably well considering nobody will tell him things. <laughs> Well, luckily, uh, the punch cured him. You know, he now has his two chakras that can intermingle. You know, he's got, he's got the full access to his nine-tailed demon fox self. And so, you know, they decide to celebrate by taking a bath in the hot springs. His frog also takes a bath with, like, a little towel Aww. over his head. <laughs> little R&R. A little R&R. A little me time. <laughs> um, and we end with Kerm and Lightning McQueen. Kerm. <laughs> we end with Kerm and Lightning McQueen having a little chit chat on the roof. Uh, we learn that uh, Lightning McQueen's name is actually uh, Abusu and Kerm's Kerm. name is in fact Uraria. Um, and Ebisu's like, oh, I'm so glad we found you. Like, the Hokage's been looking everywhere for you. And he's like, eh, you know, I just, like, I don't really like getting involved in, like, drama like that, you know? And he's like, <laughs> what? Not getting involved in drama? But Kerm! Kerm. You're one of the three Legendy Sanin. Like, you're uh, one of the only people that could defeat Creepazoid Freakazoid. MD. MD. Dun-dun-dun. That's, I mean, that's it. Yeah, it doesn't really bode well that uh, Kerm, Kerm. Kerm and Dr. Freakazoid Creepazoid MD are uh, part of a fun little group. <laughs> I mean, can't what could wait. finish this trio? Yeah, I can't wait to meet the, the last one, so they're just batting 10 out of 10 for the first two we've met. Um... <laughs> Where do you, where'd you guys want to start? Well, okay. Um, I think the most natural place to start is um, the erotic novel that Kerm wrote oh, and that Detective Pink Eye seems to be enthralled with. I don't really particularly want to get into the rest of Kerm's questionable behaviors, <laughs> but that one, that one I am actually pretty interested in. What do you think is in that book? Because Fifty Shades of Grey is now canonically in uh, Naruto. What do I think is in Makeout Paradise? What's in Makeout Paradise? <laughs> is it just Love Island? <laughs> I mean, it's definitely R-rated, so things get a little... I mean, a little, you know... A little saucy? <laughs> a little freaky nasty, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Last episode, I proposed that we were in for a uh, summer episode 
you know, they go to the beach, they rent a vacation house, mm-hmm. maybe we get a little bit of a recap of sort of like the last season's going-ons, even though it's only been 10 episodes so far and I'm keeping track just fine, thank you. Um, I think that Make Out Paradise is a summer novel, a group of friends rents out a beach house, on a mysterious island called Makeout Point. Mm. And they get there and they discover that there's a terrible curse plaguing the island. And all of these friends are like, should we stay or should we go? No, we have to stay because logistically speaking, we're contractually obligated to stay in this house. (laughs) So um, here we go. So they stay, but they walk in, and what's this? <gasps> there are no more bedrooms. They have to share a bed. There's only one bed. It's part of the curse. And then <laughs> that bed is the whole floor. You walk in, no chair, no TV, no floor, no, just bed. Nothing. Just bed. Just, and they had to share a bed. So all these friends, which is like, listen, they're all hot, young, like you know, like they're feeling themselves. They're thirty, they're flirty, they're having a good time. Um, they're all independently wealthy, so like no one's really stressed about making it to the next uh, next shift. Um, so they're all sharing a bed, and then uh, a snowstorm happens <gasps> on the Isn't Paradise it? Island during On the make summer? Out point during the summer. It's crazy. It's part of the curse. But they're stuck inside. (laughs) So it's like, what are these hot young, like, what are these hot young single people going to do? They decide to explore the house and they discover, that's right, in the basement, there's a vampire. And... (laughs) And what is he? Hot as fuck. He's hot as fuck, but more importantly, he's been recently reading the Fifty Shades of Grey franchise, and he's got a lot of ideas about how to sort of spice up his uh, immortal afterlife. So it's like, hey, I found a bondage vampire in the basement. Anyone want to do something with this? And that's what Make Out Paradise is about. Because it's it's a sensual, erotic journey of one friend group all fucking each other. And one vampire. And one vampire. And one, and one bottom-ground vampire. Um, is I mean, this I, anything? This is everything. I hate, to, I hate to, um, first of all, I would love to just congratulate my dear friend Amy on taking the big ball of nothing that Naruto gave us and instead writing a new, better plot that is now canon. Um, second of all, I... I I do hate to spoil the upcoming episode for you guys, but I do know exactly what happens in episode two. Um, uh, our good friend and arch villain, Creepazoid Freakazoid MD, is going to show up and go to battle with Naruto and his pals. And what's this? Freakazoid Creepazoid MD is using a new jutsu. It's <gasps> called the literature come to life jutsu. And Naruto gets sucked in to make a point or whatever the fuck it was called. And the rest of the season takes place in this fictional book. So it's all these hot single people who have to who have to sort of tiptoe around a twelve year old bone. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, we're all gonna go read together for a bit. Why don't you go do something? It's could you time think of for a our bigger, prayer just, circle. <laughs> could you think of a bigger mood killer to any like to 
tension-filled scenario than Naruto showing up, I could think of nothing to, like, more yeah, probably none. murder a vibe. Um, I love that. I would also, okay, I want to sort of, I want to take what you've given me, which is a mm-hmm. gift, because we trust each other, and the friendships, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera, whatever the fuck that fortune cookie no, 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 no. said. Okay, I got you, I got you. You will place mm-hmm. your trust in others and be mm-hmm. rewarded. Mm-hmm. We trust each other. So I want to posit that we've established, number one, that Freakazoid Creepazoid MD now has a jutsu that puts Naruto in any book. Yes. And Naruto is essentially the real-life equivalent of um, spraying cold water on someone. And <laughs> my query is, mm-hmm. what book would you most love to see Naruto show up in? You're halfway through. You're halfway through Jane Eyre. Um, Pride and Prejudice. It's the finals. It's the scene where he's like, "I love you" on the balcony, <laughs> and she's like, "I um, I have to go." And the Naruto's there, like, "Hey guys, hey, hey, will someone teach me how to be a better ninja?" <laughs> Mine is gonna be Twilight. Um, specifically New Moon when there's that three month break where it's just <laughs> October, November, December um, in the most poignant example of time passing the depression stage but pop in a very excited 12 year old boy into those pages instead of meeting with Jacob after uh, mm-hmm. Edwards left and trying to learn how to live again and she meets Naruto. She meets Naruto. And, he her. and Naruto's like, I literally have a demon trapped inside me and I'm not letting that get in the way of my dreams. Bella, get up, go take a shower, change your clothes because we are hitting the town and we're going to teach <laughs> you how to be a better ninja. I really like that version where he's the teacher just trying to teach Bella how to be a better ninja so that way they can both uh, compete to become the next Hokage. Or Bella becomes the Hokage of Forks, Washington. <laughs> um, I think I, I know. <laughs> Sorry, I just I just heard what you said, Mari, and it was funny as fuck. <laughs> that took a second to sink in. That was really Somewhere funny. in Italy, the Illuminati were like, oh, a position. Filled for centuries. I love the Twilight Illuminati because they spend four, three books being like, "We're gonna show up in the next book. We're gonna show up in the next book." And then in the last book, they show up, and what do they do? They immediately go away. Oh boy, here we come. Oh, what things could get bad? You're right. We should just leave. And I know what my book would be. Um, it would specifically be not Twilight One. But Twilight won from Edward's perspective. <gasps> could you imagine if Stephanie Meyer, she writes this book from Edward's perspective, and we're all just like, oh my god, I would love to see how the exact same plot plays out, but from a slightly different narrative. But what's this? It's a completely different plot, because this time it's got Naruto in it. <laughs> it's got Naruto. And in fact, he's the POV character. It's not from <laughs> Edward's perspective at all. A new, could you imagine the, the fucking, the gap between the marketing and the execution? A new Twilight experience from the point of view of your favorite vampire. Hi, my name is Naruto. I'm 11 years old and I want to be the Hokage of this weird, weird Washington rain town. <laughs> what? Were you in the first book? Yeah. This looks like the Village of Mist. <laughs> 
Oh, man, Bridges. Okay. Edward, well, you have a weird. You got this weird look on your face when Bella walked in. Did you maybe have some expired milk? I too have had this. <laughs> Edward, here, take love, a lactate. The thought of him going up to Jasper and being like, "You got a real Sasuke energy to you, huh, bud?" <laughs> you wanna give me an emotion, maybe? <laughs> If we're ready to move on, I would posit that we watch the next episode. So, uh, what? Did we, did we yeah, about okay, that? wait, okay, so jury's out because I genuinely hated, <laughs> hated <laughs> the last episode we watched. So, uh, this, you know, listen, it's the sunk cost fallacy, right? It like, is, we've it already is. put this much time in. We don't have to put more time in. We could pivot, we could watch. I feel like Game of Thrones would be a strong contender for a two-minute uh, watch series. Um, could put our punt in for Supernatural. I feel like there's a lot going <laughs> on there with all 15 years of that show. Sex in the City's got some fun. You know what? You know what? Oh. You know what we should do? You know what we should do? We should decide this after we cut to the drums. And then it'll be a fun surprise for our listeners as to what we decided to listen to in the uh, interim. Yeah, let's do but it. But just in case it's Naruto, just on the off chance it's Naruto. Mari, what, theoretically, what episode will we be watching? Theoretically, we'll be watching season three, episode two, The Summoning Jutsu, Wisdom of the Toad Sage, at 16 minutes and 53 seconds. But again, that's like a theoretical time. Yeah, so. It's probably not going to happen, but just in case, I mean, something to keep in mind. Um, How do we feel about Danny Phantom? Guys, you'll never guess what we watched. It was Naruto. Oh, we couldn't give up on our boy after one clunker of an episode, and we were, our patience was rewarded, much like oh. trusting in a good friend or whatever the hell. Panda Treats um, us mean to keep us keen. Keeps, <laughs> keeps us lean supreme. Okay, so... Um, like this Naruto, ep- he's a fighting machine. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. Well... Well, so the episode opens. We're on this nice little, like, pebbly beach area, and there's, like, a nice little, like, pond of water, and it's very serene. Um, Kerm is just kind of sitting under an umbrella, thank you, <laughs> with a fan, just kind of fanning himself. And in this nice, peaceful scene, we ne- we see four Naruto's just kicking the ever-loving shit out of each other. Um, <laughs> and Naruto... This happens for, like, a minute straight. Naruto picks up a Naruto, throws him over his shoulder, and then, oh, no, it's put in a headlock by a Naruto. You, you get the picture. Eventually, all the Narutos are slain except for our, our, our main boy, hopefully. Otherwise, he's been replaced by a clone. Um, whoever the strongest Naruto of the bunch was is the only one left. Hopefully, it was the original one, but we'll never know. Um, he's sitting there on the ground, and he's like, I'm the strongest me, and then proceeds to pass the fuck out. Uh, and then, Kerm walks up to him. Thank you. I appreciate it every time. <laughs> Kerm walks up to him. Kerm. Thank you. <laughs> and I appreciate it. Um, so Kerm walks up to him. Kerm. <laughs> I seem we appear to be caught in some. Is this hell? <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, but seriously, but Kerm walks up. <laughs> and you just couldn't help yourself, good. <laughs> and uh, and Naruto. Uh, he walks up to Naruto, and he says, Oh, I see you've used the last of your chakra. Then, um, I guess it's time for me to teach you 
the jutsu I said I was gonna teach you. The summoning jutsu. And then he bites his thumb so that it bleeds, draws something on his hand really quick, and then it palms the ground and a bunch of like cool symbols come out. And he summons, you guys never guess this, he summons a scroll. It's this really cool scroll. Um, is there anything else he summoned? I think it was just the scroll, right? Was there anything else he managed? I, I only really, I fixated on the scroll. Was there something else? That there was, was something like the scroll was attached Was it attached to, to something? Was it a fucking gigantic frog? Yes, it was. Um, after the his... same frog that enjoys hot springs. <laughs> we should name the frog. Um, maybe not the second, but we'll come back to that. Make um, out paradise. The best frog. Yeah, make out paradise is going really well. So by make out Par- by make out paradise pond, um, he has summoned this cool ass frog, and the frog extends his slimy ass tongue to Naruto, and in his tongue is a scroll, and. Uh, Kerm says Kerm. Naruto, appreciated. Um, he says to he says to Naruto, um, "This is a contract with the Summoning Toads. I've had a contract with them for a long time, and if you sign your name in blood, you too can enter into the uh, law firm of Toad, Toad, and Toad." Mm-hmm. <laughs> what we're gonna end the episode? That's it. You're getting a new family, bud. <laughs> the contractual Toads. <laughs> Please take him to Hot Springs. He likes to go at least once a week, and you will need to have a bunch of flies on hand. He gets hungry. Naruto is so not responsible hungry. enough to take care of a contract toad. <laughs> but he could take care of like I feel like Naruto could maybe would take care of a frog. with like a poison dart frog. Hmm. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, something speedy that could keep up with his Naruto running. Actually, yes. no, 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 no. Because if you gave Naruto a pet and said this is a poison dart frog, the first thing he would do would be to chuck it at his enemy, being like, poison dart, attack! Um, <laughs> and then he'd have one squooshed frog. He probably would. No! That's fair. He would love that frog. <laughs> I, just don't, I don't think he would conceptualize that it's a frog until it's far too late. Um. So what did we learn from this episode? I did... Um. In a scene where he's fighting all of his other selves, mm-hmm. I feel like we'll now, anytime that Naruto isn't acting like himself, we'll automatically <laughs> be like, oh, it's because one of the clones survived and he was the one that died. <laughs> this is the exact point where if there's any inconsistencies oh, in the writing, it's clone Naruto. No, no, it's okay because in season like 46, uh, after spending 40 seasons with this guy, the real Naruto will come back and be like, do you remember season 3 episode 2 on that throwaway bit about me fighting myself? I'm the real Naruto. And I'm I'm Naruto. Oh my god. After but what will Ruto, happen to his family's fortune? After Clone Ruto has saved the, the Hokages and the Nine Realms and whatever the fuck, we've grown to love him for 40 seasons. It turns out it was a bait and switch this whole time, and only we were ready for it. <laughs> if you guys could pick an animal to be your summoning thing, mm. what would you pick? I would love a contract koala. <gasps> oh. Mm. Well, he he picked one that he could stand on top of, and I like the energy that that had. Like, something that, like, you know, it's kind of sturdy that when mm-hmm. it pops up, you, you can rise, like, six feet up into the air. Um, 
Um, I, here's the thing about my koala, though. Um, it's also very large, but instead of standing on top of the koala's head, when I summon it, it's just kind of cradling me in its little koala paws. <gasps> oh, oh! Yeah, because God. a toad isn't naturally six foot tall in nature, so I think that they can be as big or as little as they want. So Brendan could easily just sort of usher in a koala the size of a house, and it <laughs> turns out that he's just sort of... The koala is just sort of tucking him away in his little paws. Oh my koala god! Then, then I won an elephant, and when I summon it, it just like curls me up in its trunk, and I'm just like kind of there, like a little twig. So like a regular. I'm furious that you said elephant because I was gonna say elephant, but my ah! reasons are very different. Which is that if I was in battle, and they were like, "I've summoned all my dogs," I'd be like. Bitch, wait till you see what I have. It's an elephant. And then they'd be like, okay, well, I'm going to summon my even bigger dogs. And I'd be like, guess what? (laughs) You know the world's biggest animal? Here it comes. A blue whale? A blue whale? (laughs) Animal, not mammal. Blue whale is also... I hate to bring this. Not only is a blue whale an animal, it is also a mammal. It is also a mammal. (laughs) Animal, not mammal. Miners, not miners. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Um, like miners, like M I N O R S versus M I N E R S. So mammals, right? Which not is exactly M-A-M-M-A-L. how animals and mammals. Of which a blue whale is both. All right, fine, 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 fine. I'll change my answer. No, you don't. Uh, Amy, I do like the scene that you've drawn for us where uh, they summon the dogs and you're like, well, guess what I'm about to summon? An elephant. You don't just do it. You tell them what it's going to be before your dramatic reveal. Obviously. I got no time for dramatics. I've got an elephant on the way. Make way, bitch. Put that on a shirt. Put that on a shirt. I Um, I ain't got time for dramatics. I've got an elephant on the way. Make way for Ninja Amy. I've never felt more seen. Ninja me, elephant biggest mammal, maybe. <laughs> Just on land, but we don't have to get into the intricacies. I didn't pick a sea animal, because obviously if I could pick a sea animal, I'd pick an orca. <laughs> Doi, you guys. Doi. Fucking obviously, or one of those like praying mantis shrimps. <laughs> the one that could punch really hard. Obviously. Yes. <laughs> Actually, that would be such a sick one to have, like, as a giant one. <laughs> Fuck. Can you imagine having a mantis shrimp and they're like, aw, and then you're like, watch till it punches. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait, but that brings to mind, like, someone who's like, I got a bunch of ambush predators. Um,. Could you get closer, maybe? Like, you're just... He's wiggling his butt, and he's ready, but you're not... He's you have ready. to get a little closer. I've summoned a lot of trapdoor spiders. <laughs> you just gotta... If you just sort of take a couple steps my way... Um, just right now, you're just, like, a little too far for it's like You're, like, a little... Like, ambush is sort of the key word of this. So, um, if you could... Like, make that happen. 
I cannot think of a worse combination between um, uh, ambush predators as a summoning jutsu and Amy announce what she's about to do before she does it, the ninja. <laughs> Here come my ambush elephants. <laughs> uh, that's the name of our new band, uh, Amy and the Ambush Elephants. Yeah. You know who's the ultimate ambush predator, though? Um, oh. Season three, episode three. <gasps> Wait. <laughs> Oh shit, you got me. I walked right into that. <laughs> well, prepare to be ambushed by season three, episode three. <laughs> a feeling of yearning, a flower full of hope. What? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Those it's feel like some journals. for our Makeout Point Island or whatever the hell it's called. I'm never going to remember the name of this thing. Makeout Paradise. That's what I said. All right, what time? Join us at five minutes in 14 seconds. I yearn! I yearn! Welcome back to West Wing. That's right. Politics is back in Naruto. (laughs) Here's what we've got going on. Uh, there's a whole big-ass meeting happening with a bunch of the older ninjas that we've seen. Detective Pink Eye is there. Augustus Gloop is there. Uh, Madam Hex is there. Um, and we turn around and we see the Hokage not wearing his hat, suspicious. Ooh. And uh, he's like... <laughs> I didn't like, recognize him off the hat, to be honest. Blah, 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 betrayal, blah, blah, blah. This could be what they're after in the village. And this old woman with a pointy thing in her hair is like... We gotta make sure that we're all tippity top. Secrets, not here. We're ninjas, baby. Let's keep it tight. Keep it right. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and uh, there's a little word for word. I'm sorry. They actually gave us a plot in this episode, and we're just like blah blah blah. Keep it tight. Keep it right. Don't care about that. And. Then, in a stunning turn of what is, mm-hmm. like, nearly just, like, a beautiful moment, Stars Hokage, the Hokage is, like, and more importantly, we're all gonna be okay, because Ohana means family, and I <laughs> trust everybody in this room. He quoted my fortune cookie. five of you. <laughs> he quoted Brendan's fortune cookie. Almost trust, verbatim. Trust. You know what he did? He placed his Beautiful. trust in others, and he will be rewarded, goddammit! He will be rewarded. Maybe someone stole his hat. Maybe that's what happened. Anyway, I'm getting <laughs> sidetracked. So I trust all uh, of you, but if one could, someone could come forward with mm-hmm. the hat, <laughs> right. mm-hmm. I won't be angry. Just disappointed. <laughs> um, quick pivot, and we see a photo of uh naruto's team so there's you know the whole crew is there it's a very cute picture and then sakura picks it up um she's very obviously had time to sort of have a shower and a nice little nice rest nice long rest and um she looks on to the photo and she's like sasuke his injury i'd never seen anything like it and we have a little flashback to when he had his little uh, circling, spinning comma tattoo, and then he kind of goes like, Bleh! and roids <laughs> out. And then um, apparently he tells Sakura to keep the three comma mark a secret. To which Sakura is then like, 
did I make the right decision? Should I have stopped him forcefully when he did that? Like maybe I shouldn't have kept it a secret. And then we flash back a little bit less in the past. So sort of like a middle flashback to her <laughs> visiting the hospital, presumably to see Sasuke. And she goes and they're like, we're so sorry, but no visitors, no visitors for Sasuke. And she's like, but why? And the hospital's like, we don't fucking know. No visitors. And <laughs> Girl, then get out of my space. Yeah, get out. Come on. <laughs> Figure it out. Um, man, you guys, where are we going with this? I think I've got something. So um, in the middle of that, like, ninjas keep it right, ninjas keep it tight speech. Squatter <laughs> mm-hmm. um, um, bots roll out. Full eyes. <laughs> Clear hearts can't lose. Avengers. Ninjas get, ninjas get ready to rumble. All that good shit. There was actually some plot in that speech. <laughs> um, they were talking about how all of the disparate forces of the um, Hidden Leaf Village were going to unite to defend the mm-hmm. Hidden Leaf Village. And I think this is actually our first plot point in the game of geckos. As oh. we know, the, the geckos reside in the Hidden Leaf Village, so they're gearing up for some kind of invasion. Maybe the White Walkers, whatever the fuck those were. I've heard it's an allegory <laughs> for climate change. Apparently was not handled super duper well in the later seasons. Again, never seen the show. But I think... <laughs> of course I won't get into that. But also, you know, like, just... If we could speak more on the metaphor. I um... haven't seen the show, but I have opinions. <laughs> I, that's literally... Amy, I've never felt more seen by anyone in my life. Um, catch gotcha. us on our follow-up podcast. Um, uh, I can't, I believe, can't believe it's, believe not, it's Game not Game of Thrones. Thrones. Coming to you in the year 2045 when we finally get finished with Naruto. <laughs> mm-hmm. But who do Ich bin gar. Ich bin gar. Who do we think? That'll be great because by the time we're finished with Naruto, Game of Thrones will be about as relevant, relevant as Naruto <laughs> is to the current time period. How dare you. <laughs> <laughs> who do we think they're defending themselves against? I mean, clearly Creepazoid, Freakazoid, but MD. But do you think... Kerm- is Kerm. is Kerm a traitor? Kerm. Kerm. When he Kerm. finally gets out of Listen, that... I would lock Kerm up any Kerm. day. Kerm. Kerm. Keep him away from uh, Everyone. the Everyone. second half of the species, women. <laughs> Put him away. Why are we the second half, Mari? Yeah. Why can't we be the first half? Yeah, Mari. God damn. Um, you know, like, guys, the rib thing. I hate to get into it, but... <laughs> <laughs> women like you... Are the reason yeah. why in the workplace women should support other women? You know, like girl power. You know, like oh my god. Amy, this is really embarrassing. Women just don't have ribs. Everybody knows that. It's the rib thing. Everyone knows that women don't have bones. They're made entirely out of cartilage, like a shark. <laughs> just like a shark, we gotta keep moving or we'll die. <laughs> You ever seen a woman sit down? Mm-mm. Didn't think so. Mm-mm. What are Once you doing at this very second, Mari? When we hit 17, we hit our full maturity, and that's where Dancing Queen comes in, because from that point onwards, babe, we are boogieing, we are grooving, but without fail, we are not stopping. Because if we stop, the water stops flowing across our gills, which men can't see, by the way. Sharon's stop tips. me down, or I won't be able to breathe. I will literally die. Don't you stop are me the dancing down. queen, full of gills, can't breathe oxygen. I do love that we quote 
Dancing Queen like every fourth episode of this podcast. It comes up so often. It's because it's a good fucking song. Question, do we think that the phrase Dancing Queen full of gills has literally ever been said in human history? We're putting it on a t-shirt. Oh my god, yeah. Okay, guys, like, be sure to check out our merch site. We've got some new... We've got some really hot new items coming up. And you know how to find this merch site? You have to personally email Jeff Bezos, and you mm-hmm. ask that man, excuse me, where is my Dancing Queen Full of Gills t-shirt? I demand yeah. it, and I demand it right now, Jeffrey. <laughs> and you, for our you, Patreon you supporters, right we are providing, that's right, the entire first book of the Makeout Paradise <laughs> series. <laughs> that's it right. Is I would okay. Our lawyers are telling us that we can't legally call it a book, more so a collection of words and concepts. <laughs> Jeff McHot looked around after stepping off the boat. Ah, <laughs> oh, dang! Only brought one pair of flip flops. Hope I won't. <laughs> Chapter two. Oh wait, my flip flops my... were here the whole time. I just need to dig further in my bag. <laughs> Chapter three. <laughs> Chapter four. Met the vampire there in the were basement. No words in chapter three. Thank- <laughs> there were no words. September in chapter three. Tuesday. Chapter four. Met the vampire in the basement. Thank God I packed my flip flops, but they were my formal ones. So embarrassment averted. Oh my God. The image of a man in board shorts wearing remember in the 2000s when heeled flip-flops were a thing that people could (laughs) wear on the red carpet delicious where were we Uh, right naruto Naruto. i think should we address sasuke's horrible horrible sad times i think yes 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 because i wanted to posit something to you guys so he has the three commas tattoo which we can only guess means that he's, like, possessed by Freakazoid, Creepazoid, a.k.a. Orochimaru. Mm-hmm. Um, does that mean MD, that sorry. in, like, a zombie movie scenario, Sasuke is the kind of person who gets bit and then tells the group not to say anything? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. No, Sasuke gets bit and then continues to barricade the shelter with them. It's like, oh, I'll be fine. I'm not going to turn. It's fine. I'll just... <laughs> lock all the doors yeah. and like oh no i was a zombie oopsie, oopsie. It's, it's it's like a will thing for me like i yeah. just i'll just i'll will it away i have so much main mm-hmm. character energy that mind I can't be over matter <laughs> i you know here's the thing though all those zombies outside they didn't mind over matter me mm-hmm. i can't i feel like i've been around the world in 80 days i yeah, can't I, believe this isn't naruto <laughs> i truly cannot believe it's not naruto um, thanks for listening, everyone. My name is Amy, and uh, this week um, I want all of you to just look deep into your hearts and really get to know yourselves, like me, Amy, the host of this podcast. Nice. Um, my name is Brendan, and I'm really funny, and my laugh makes my friends' hearts warm. Aww. Wow. Yeah. Uh, this is DJ Kibble. Reminding you all that disrespecting women is not a personality trait. Oh. Yeah. Not in 19 or 2000, whatever, and certainly not now. Hey, guys. Hey, guys, it's Amy. 
um, over here in the corner. Hey, the host of this podcast? Hey, yeah, apparently, <laughs> apparently I'm the host of this podcast now. Um, well, I just wanted to let you know that I got these tickets to an island, and I'm thinking <gasps> we should round up some of our hottest friends and oh sort of get going, if you know what I mean. <laughs> let's, let's get going. Get going. Get going. We get both got going. Going. Catch you on the makeout island. Peace. We're back, baby. to I Can't Believe It's Not Naruto. Have we just gotten the plot of Naruto so right? We have. You can send us your congratulations to our Gmail at I Can't Believe It's Not Naruto at gmail.com, spelled exactly the way you think it is. Or if pictures are more your speed, you can check us out at Instagram at It's Not Naruto. Uh, we will be posting pictures and screenshots of every character we've named in the show. So if our word pictures are somehow not enough to paint the perfect mental image, you can check out the actual picture <laughs> on Instagram. Or if you're a hundred, you can check us out on Facebook at I Can't Believe It's Not Naruto. And finally, for all those who hate long format and love short format, find us on Twitter at Can't Be Naruto. Hi everyone. Thank you for listening to I Can't Believe It's Not Naruto. While this podcast is meant to be a comedy, I want to stress that we do not intend to make fun of any names that we may happen across in the show. We do our best to pronounce things correctly, and if we are pronouncing something wrong, please let us know. Thank you, and enjoy. I can't believe it's not Naruto. All right. Somebody sing the Game of Thrones theme song. Thank God, because I didn't. I think that one might have been the Nutcracker. Fuck, wait, are those the same? Have those always been the same song? I don't know, I just noticed it now.